are listening to a soul to soul conversation on Cherish Your Soul podcast. Soul to soul conversations open a door of transparency to the life experiences of Christians around the world who are seeking to live for God and desire others to do so. Whilst traveling in Nigeria, I had the amazing opportunity to hear a life story from Joan about waiting on God for direction. Joan explains her story of facing redundancy and how God provided a way for her to persevere until he provided clarity of what she should do next. This conversation goes into topics of how God is with you in different seasons. Does God really care about your career? And should we persevere in times of trouble or look for a way out? This conversation really encouraged me and I hope it encourages you too. So tune in. This is actually our first soul to soul conversation. <laughs> and I'm here with Joan. Joan, how are you doing? I'm good. Like it's been it's been a good day, a long, busy day. I'm currently in Nigeria. Whoop, whoop. I'm glad you mentioned it. Our viewers want to know where we yeah, are. Yeah, I'm in I'm in Lagos, baby. You know this. Um, I'm, I'm having a great time so far. I'm here for a wedding. Come to celebrate the unity of two special individuals. They probably want. They know your name, Joan. Yeah. Um, and so let's them let's hear something more about yourself. What would you like them to know about you? Wow. Okay, I'll first of all let them know that my name is Joan. Okay. I also identify as Maori, okay. which is a Ghanaian Ewa name. Alright. Um, the name means God exists. Ooh. And my life is a testament of this. Girl. Essentially, and that in every area of my life, I have literally had to hold on to God and his glory has been seen. Wow. And so I'm just a testament to my living name. You go, girl. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So Okay, so one thing I really wanted to talk to you about mm. was um, your journey of how the Lord has been um, carrying you carrying you through and also teaching you in terms of like your career, you know, mm. because a lot of um, people come out of university and they have this expectation mm. um, that, you know, find a job quickly or find a dream job. We have yeah. like Instagram and it constantly bombarding us with photos of like your purpose or living the high life. Mm. Um, and sometimes, or for some people, the reality is that they don't land their dream, their dream job or mm. a job that they feel like, okay, this is what I'm destined to do. Mm. I mean, this is really many different questions, but mm. firstly, how do you think the Lord has been speaking to you in terms of careers, mm. um, do you think that Christians mm. are destined for a particular job? Mm. And how do you think your intimacy with the Lord has been growing since you've come out of university and now in the working field? Yeah. Um, does God have a specific job outlined for any individual? I would say J-O-B, yeah. no. Yeah. Purpose, yeah. yes. Okay. I feel like a lot of, like you're saying, a lot of students come out of university and think, I need to get that job. Yeah. We don't need a job. We need mm. a purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, for me, the career is not a job. Mm-hmm. The career is not a company. Yeah. The career is not 
working in a certain industry. Yeah. The career is a very long journey mm-hmm. that changes, mm-hmm. that is something you can plan, mm-hmm. that is something that you can't plan, yeah. that is full of surprises. It's just a beautiful, long journey. It's made up not only of a job, yeah. it's made up of ministry, mm-hmm. enterprise, mm-hmm. Um, charity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Mm. It's not just a job. And it requires your gifts, the knowledge you've already acquired, that's through university and education before that. Um, And it requires wisdom as well, just special understanding of who you are and what you want to do for the world, essentially. So that combined, your career is not to say... I mean, for some people, it will be, oh, I've worked at Deloitte for the past 25 years. And that career... At, 20, at Deloitte for 25 years could have created some kind of impact and would have fulfilled some kind of purpose. Mm. And so I think that the career is just a journey in order to fulfill purpose. Yeah. So if you have to start off in education, education is also part of the career. Mm. I know we don't see it that way, but it's just the foundations of the career. So you get what, you get clued up on what you need to know, etc. And then you gain experience in the menial jobs kind of thing. You gain the skills, et cetera, et cetera. And then you keep moving forward, um, picking up things. And eventually, by the end of it, there's something you would have actually achieved. Yeah. And it wouldn't necessarily be in one job. Yeah. And it won't necessarily even be in employment. Mm -hmm. It will be a lifetime purpose. Yeah. That's how I see the career. That's what I've been getting anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what, when young people come to me and they ask me, oh, Joan, what do you think I should do? I'm letting them know that this is the career. It's not about a job. It's about what do you have in your hand? Mm -hmm. What has God gifted Mm -hmm. you with? Mm -hmm. And what are you supposed to be using it for yeah. in order to fulfill purpose? I totally agree, because I think if you look at the Bible, there was no word of career, mm. you know. I think career is kind of like, a, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's just a really relatively new kind of term. Mm. Like, in terms of career, I think when people mm. pray about it, I think God is not particularly concerned about, oh, the job that you're doing, but how you're going to glorify him in that job mm. and how that job is going to, you know, draw you to be in a greater relationship or intimacy with you, with him. Yeah. You know, I don't think when we see Christ face to face, he's going to be like, oh, he wasn't a banker in the end, you know, or you, you wasn't a lawyer mm. or this and that, but he probably how did you use that role mm. to glorify me? How did you use that role to to grow in a greater intimacy with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. I, your, The career is... It's a term. I don't know how long it's been about. I won't, I won't yeah. tell you you're wrong on that. Yeah. Um, but indeed, like, even looking at people in the Bible, none of them necessarily had careers. Like, we know them. Yeah, it was more like a journey. Because if you look at King David, yeah. it was more like a journey, or King Solomon, or... Yeah even you know jesus christ himself like yeah he was a carpenter but that's yeah what, that, that was nothing yeah. to do with what he yeah. finally came yeah. to do yeah. so yeah. it's nothing to do with having a job it was all about like you're saying a journey fulfilling purpose mm. and then bringing glory to his name and along that way saving souls mm. literally building his kingdom yeah what is your how are you building god's kingdom mm. in whatever you're doing yeah essentially who, who are you who are you touching yeah whose life are you changing yeah and what are you turning around yeah. really? so, so that flows into the, like the question i asked you as well how do you what 
how has God been speaking to you since you've stepped out of uni into um, like the work environment? You know, how has your perspective or your relationship with the Lord? Mm. I would say for me, my relationship has has deepened. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've come to a point where I, like I understand when God is saying to move in terms of like job opportunities, where not to go. Um, and stuff like that. I remember when I first finished law school, um, it was the end of exams, and I was like, oh God, I need a job. I need anything. I was ready to work at Tesco, Sainsbury's, cashier, whatever it was, I was ready to do it. And um, he placed a job opportunity of the HR administrator before me. I don't have any experience in HR. I didn't even know what HR was at the time, mm-hmm. properly. And um, I applied, and it's a so it's a good role. And I got it. And I was like, yo, God, what you doing? <laughs> you know? Um, I got there and I really, really enjoyed it. And this was with me. I got this not because um, I was just good. It's because I had actually been praying about it. I was okay. like, yo, God, I want a job. I'd literally been praying about it before that. Yeah. And so when the time came and I'd actually finished exams, this job opportunity came bang, like right at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, within that job, um, like three, four months in, they said that the store I was working for was going to be closing down, so essentially everyone's going to be made redundant. Wow. And I was like, yo, God, you brought me here. It's been four months. They're telling me the place is going to close down. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. He was like, stay. I said, really? Other people were contacting me, so obviously when something like that, that happens, you let people know. People were like, oh, we've got this, we've got that. Somebody else was a manager somewhere. They said, do you know what, Joan? I know you so well. I will give you this job. Whoa. Literally. Yeah. And I was like, God, yo, there's doors opening around me. What do I do? He still said, stay. And to any sane man, and I was telling people, it didn't make sense. Yeah. Your job is going to be made redundant and there's other doors opening. Why are you still hanging on? Mm-hmm. But my relationship with God intensified there because... I realised I was in a storm. Mm. Same way like the disciples were walking on the water and then the water just began to do something crazy. Yeah. And they thought, you know, this is this is danger. This mm. is this is a no-go area. But they didn't realise it was Jesus coming on the water. Wow. Same way, sometimes like along this journey, there will be storms. Mm-hmm. But mm. in those storms, it's not a storm where you need to run. You just need to be still yeah. and stay, yeah. literally. And that's difficult sometimes. It is. And I'm even at that point kind of again and I realised that from that time because he brought me out of that situation like and just in a beautiful way like now I when storms come like there's a certain type of storm as well and mm-hmm. he's made me aware of that kind of storm like yeah. and I, and I when it comes I'm like oh no no this is this kind of storm mm. you gotta stay right yeah. now or you need to hear what God is saying right now well that's powerful there's, some, there's certain type of storms that you need to stay in and there's yeah. certain type of storms that you need to ask God to mm-hmm. allow you to leave mm-hmm. that's quite powerful actually. because like if you were like a shell within the sea if you decided to take yourself to shore mm. you will land up maybe on the island of africa somewhere mm. but if you just allow that storm to take you yeah you will end up somewhere in brazil mm. and maybe that's where your next opportunity will be Whoa, girl. So, 
<laughs> holding on to that one. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you know, so you, you just don't know yeah. where that storm is taking yeah. you. And some people pray for to get out of trials or to get out of struggle, but sometimes you should be praying, God, help me to persevere through it. Help me to persevere, yeah. Because, um, and so... When it's not easy to pray that prayer. It's not easy to pray that prayer. Um, but I remember I when he was saying this, I was like, God... I was sweating. I was like, God, this don't make no sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you really, I, I know I trust your voice and everything, but you need to be clear with me, God. You yeah. need to be clear. Yeah. And so there was one lunchtime I went to, um, I went to the corner shop close to my workplace and um, I just bought my stuff. And then one old Jamaican man came in. He was smiling at me. I was like, you know, <laughs> I, you know, wanted to go my way. He kept looking at me. And then he was like, your work over there, pointing towards my workplace. Okay. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, like, there's two buildings. There's my building, and then there's another building where a lot of people work. So I'm thinking, I don't work there, but I do work there. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm like, over there. He's like, yes, your work over there, pointing there. And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, as long as you can, stay there. What? Yes. I was like, I don't know you from. Adam, hey, or Eve, and you're telling me you're literally speaking the words that God spoke to me, yeah, and you're confirming everything He said to me. And I asked for that sign, I said, Be clear, God. And God was there, was nothing clearer than that, literally, nothing clearer. And for me, I took that and I did stay there. Um, and um, I can say that being there was a very blessed experience like mm. I learned so many things that I wouldn't have learned had I moved on because mm-hmm. redundancy is a very it's a very difficult situation yeah. and um, it was challenging but it was so good in the end and it was like four weeks towards um, the time the store would actually close you know I was in the process of getting everyone else redeployed to other stores and or helping them with um, career changes and whatnot yeah but myself, I hadn't secured anything. Yeah. And the only option, if I wanted to stay within the company, was to go to Acton, which was just out of my way, mm-hmm. or to go to Southampton, which yeah. is the head office. And I said, literally, God, I'm not going to do any of those things. I do want to progress. Um, so what's going on? Um, and technically, you would have been thinking, oh, you, you would have been applying. Like, mm-hmm. it's now one month to the time you, you knew about this, like, six months ago. Yeah. Why weren't you applying? But I had a lot of peace in me because God had told me to stay. So mm-hmm. I was like, God, you told me to stay. Mm-hmm. So you go going to sort me out, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I know, like, for some, for some, it may not speak well. But yeah. for me, I was just trusting, literally. Yeah. And um, so what happened? Four weeks at the time, some lady came in to talk about pensions to some of the clients and whatnot. And she asked me, so what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm not really sure yet, you know, <laughs> rubbing my hands together I'm just trusting them a lot. You know? <laughs> and she was like, oh, have you heard of Kingfisher? I'm like, okay, where are you guys based? She's like, we're based in Paddington. I'm like, I never knew that. Like, in London, you mean? Yeah. So, do you know if anything's going on? She's like, no, I don't know. But, you know, give it a try anyway. You should really try it. So I sent them an email. I went on the website and everything, sent them an email. And um, I was like, yo, yeah, so I'm working for BQ, my store's being closed down, and I'm just really looking for a new opportunity. I'm currently this, you know, I'm looking for this, 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 and that. Yeah. Do you have anything? Yeah. Same day, got an email coming back. Oh, yes, job description, just a little bit more advanced than what I was doing already. Um, 
better pay than what I was doing already. What? Literally, yes, we have this. When are you ready to interview? Um, do you want to come in this week? I said, oh, yeah, why not? Um, go in for my interview, same day, get an email back. Oh, we were really happy with your, um, was it same day or same week? Yeah. Um, with your interview and we would like to take you on. And I'm basically sorted within a week of like that lady coming to the store within two weeks of the store closing. Whoa. And I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. I only sent an email. Right. Trusted in God, waited in the storm Mm. and I landed in Brazil. Yeah. Essentially. That is amazing. That is so encouraging. But difficult. I mean, you're describing this now as a a situation that happened in the past. Mm. But obviously, like, during your emotions during that time, you said you had peace. But was there ever a time where it was just like, okay, go ahead. Like, time, the time is ticking now. It's funny. It's it's coming closer. It's in my my emotions, even in my health, to be there. Because I think I was trusting in God. So, I was trusting in God, but the human part of me was nervous and anxious. And I remember that I was in hospital like twice that year because of anxiety and I'd go to the doctor and he'd be like so what are you thinking about and I to me I wasn't thinking about anything so probably it's my subconscious Mm -hmm. and I was like nothing literally Mm -hmm. so I'd go in and I'd be having all these anxiety attacks you know and I'd go in the doctor would be like you're just overthinking something kind of thing but I'm thinking God I've given it all to you so sometimes the body does like reflect reflect what you're what you would naturally yeah. think yeah but um and then i spoke to that anxiety anyway i was yeah. like um anxiety god like you can see me i've been to the hospital twice in yeah. less than six months uh, is this really going to be my life mm-hmm. like i'm not trying to deal with mm-hmm. any nonsense mm-hmm. like that so um but anxiety yeah i mean that's gone. good because sometimes it's like we as not as we but it's not good just because you're a christian doesn't mean you should dismiss mm that you feel fragile yeah. you know you i mean god is our friend and he's our mm. lord so having that anxiety or feeling a sense a sense of emotions that you know in the world was like don't have anxiety don't worry it's like mm. father i do have anxiety but yeah. i speak to you that you release that anxiety yeah. and give me that peace yeah and i mean for you to stick it out and be like god i'm going to be obedient mm. and i'm not going to you know like I'm not actively going to look for a role I'm going to trust your word mm. that you're going to provide mm. and I'm going to do what I'm doing here concentrate mm. and trust that you're going to provide I mean yeah. for you do you feel like that is one thing that you're going to hold on to for the future because there's going to there might be another situation where you have to actually wait on the Lord even though everything else is telling you girl mm. you better actively mm. do something definitely I will continue to 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 hold on to this whole trusting in God and the thing is I don't think it's just waiting I think yeah. it's just hearing what God is saying yeah it's important to know what He's saying because you can't treat every situation the same yeah God will never be the same and yeah His ways are just constantly mysterious it's and true. we will never know His ways yeah He will constantly try and reveal Himself to us yeah you know and he, we will know more and more and more about yeah. Him and how He does His things yeah. but um we will never know exactly how things should be or you can't apply the same strategy next time around. So it's just literally staying in touch with God because he wants you to be in touch. Yeah. 
And so he's not going to do things yeah. the same time the next time And I guess it's not holding on to that experience. No. And the, it, like, it's being grateful for it. But if the Israelites saw the Red Sea open, mm-hmm. but still they ended up grumbling after they walked through it. Mm. So it's just like holding on to God's word is the most important thing. Yeah. You know, because that is what allows you to know who you're serving, mm. you know, and just reflect and meditate on it. But anyways, um, what... I just feel like it will be great to close with mm. would be because I'm sure there are listeners or people who are tuning in that have previously or are still in a situation where they're searching for a job mm. and they've been um, you know it's just been a long time it might be yeah. six months or a year or it might be on and off yeah. and they just you know just a word of like of encouragement that you could just pass on mm. you know from your experience of of just trusting in God, just mm. waiting on God. Yeah. And I mean, they might be in a situation where God is saying actively move or just actively wait, but yeah. it's still difficult. Yeah. And as a Christian, you hold on to God's word. But as you said, the emotions are still real. Mm. You know, we live in a world where we see a lot of things and mm. things are visuals and mm. bills come in or mm. you're just a university student, you graduated and you're just like, okay, mm. <laughs> where is my job? Where's the paycheck? Mm. You know, or you're just, you're just in a, a job that you're just you want to leave mm. you know um but yeah no pressure but whatever the <laughs> lord leads you to say or not even like leads you to say whatever you know from your experience you could give advice to someone like that mm. or, um yeah it'd be great if you just share yeah i think when you're when you're in that situation like i've had a period where i had the opportunity to stay or go mm. and at that time I decided to go because God placed on my heart an increased passion to do what I was doing before, mm. um, which I had kind of like abandoned mm. and was just doing something because, yeah, it was making me money kind of thing. Mm. Um, I think in those times, you just have to be sensitive and just take the risk, go for the jugular, you know, mm. as my... <laughs> Go for the sorry. The jugular. The jugular. I, I said it in that because I had um, a teacher. She's I don't know where she's even from. Yeah. But she had the accent. She just said from me accent. Go for the jugular. You know? Yeah. What does that mean? It's like just go for it. Take it by the horns. Okay. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, it won't necessarily be easy. It's never easy. And, yeah. But you can't. You can't always expect things to be easy. Life is work. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I've definitely learned. Life is not easy because you you're able life is not easy because you you have the skills Mm. it's because you work hard yeah um and so even in even in waiting wait hard wow i don't yeah wait hard trust hard everything you do just just believe and i would say really really just talk to god because in that time of waiting there are other things you can be doing yeah and there are other things god wants you to be doing yeah but if you're too busy stressing and worrying you'll never even look outside of the box to think okay what else can i be doing in this waiting period yeah you know it's like even women getting married like in this waiting period what else can you be doing like yeah. You I'm waiting, be, Lord. I'm know, waiting. There's so much to be to be done. Yeah. And there's it's like in this waiting period, God will still you have purpose for you it's in true. that wait. That's very true. So 
what am I supposed to be doing in this week? You need to find out. You're never supposed to be idle. I don't believe that. There's always something for you to do. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're able to find purpose mm-hmm. in that waiting period, mm-hmm. you will find peace as well. Yeah. Um, and before you know it, the time will just be nothing. Yeah. You know, and before you know it, that job opportunity will come, mm. you know. And if you're waiting for a job and don't be waiting for no you're not waiting for a job you're actively seeking and searching for a job if you're going for interviews and you're not getting it practical advice literally go and get some help in terms of interview skills Mm. get some help in terms of your cv sometimes Mm -hmm. we think oh yeah i've done it it's fine Mm. you don't want to like show other people Mm. you don't want to let people know i'm not I'm not necessarily up here right. or that I'm not making it or that, you know, I'm struggling this much. Yeah. Sometimes it's not that you're bad. It's just certain things are missing yeah. out. Yeah. Go and seek that help. Yeah. Literally. Um, my CV, I've had it reviewed for like a whole month by my university um, careers team and I've changed it so many times mm-hmm. and made it perfect. Mm-hmm. And their advice has been so good for me that I can pass that advice on mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many little, little things that you just pass that to an HR um, recruiter and yeah. they'll just be like yes or no I've been in HR before so I I know as well the stuff that I look at and I'm like Ew. um I don't even want to see it kind of thing so your CV practical things your CV is really important go in that waiting time go and make your CV bang in that waiting time make your interview skills bang you mm. can it's not a matter of oh I'm too shy or, or I don't have these skills what are you doing in this time make the most of it essentially and just just use it use everything mm. um if you want to leave a job and you're hearing god from god that it's time to leave leave mm. but sometimes you need to be you need to be in that job yeah what god placed you there to learn something most of the time to be of a certain impact mm. um also just gain something for the next step and so you need to be sure that you've actually gained or made that impact before you go that's that's really true um it might be too early yeah might not be easy but you need to stick it out yeah sometimes yeah um Mm. thank you i think for me like listening to that is like a good way to end it or one thing you said there's purpose in waiting Mm. you know sometimes you need to discover your purpose in waiting Mm. practical things you know sometimes yes praying yes sometimes fasting seeking counsel you know going into god's word but sometimes the practical things sharpening your interview skills networking um improving your cv as you said and then also the thing about sometimes the lord has put you in that season to make an impact Mm. you know and it's discovering how you can before you move into the next season Mm -hmm. so uh, definitely the things that you said were very encouraging and thank you for sharing part of your life testimony you know Mm. in terms of your career because when we ask about testimony people just think it's just only about how they got saved but it's just the journey we are with the lord so i want to say thank you joan for being on the podcast um and yes just to end it if there's if you on any social media or anything is there anything you would like to share with our viewers to follow you or you on social media i need to be <laughs> okay um, i'm not at the moment okay but um if you did want to follow me in any way yeah i'm part of Ag city church international we okay. have lots of great 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 events okay. one of the events we have is called make it happen okay it's actually going to be in august of 2018 we essentially provide like wisdom and inspiration mm-hmm. for 
success and excellence. Ex- so okay. you want to be there essentially. Yeah. So um, what is the church called? Anchor City. An- how do you spell that? A N C H O R City C I T Y. Great stuff. International. And City. the date for that? Did you say the eighth of August? Eighteenth of August. Eighteenth of August, yep. two thousand and eighteen. Okay, Joan. Thank you so much. No and yes, guys. I hope you was encouraged um, by this podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, tune in for the next one. Mm. Bye. Thank you, thank you for listening to Cherish Your Soul podcast. Subscribe on our website, cherishyoursoul.net to get updates on the latest soul-to-soul conversations and devotions that encourages you to explore God's word. May you be blessed and encouraged and remember to keep Cherish Your Soul in your prayers.